The Rock understands what took place. The night you won King of the Ring, you got down on your knees, put your little hands together, and you said a prayer, and it sounded like this. You're listening to the Sports Show. New Sports Desk. You see, my name's Billy, and I just won King of the Ring, but there's one problem. Everybody still thinks that I absolutely suck. And then at that point, Billy, your house started to shake, the heavens opened up, and God himself spoke to you and said this, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was hey, on track? Folks, man. Come on, man. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports dance. You're listening to the sports show. New sports dance. Thanks to guys. Thanks to guys. mixtapes. Maybach music. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the sports desk. Of course, it's your guy, Shamans, one more time. One half of your sportsologist, Desiree L. Hicks Jr. And it's WrestleMania time, baby. So you know what that means. Acknowledge me. And it's your man, Black. We are back once again. One of your favorite sportsologists in the building. D, you already know what it is, man. Let's get into it. Yes, sir. Welcome to episode 219 of the Sports Desk. Of course, we are back with yet another episode. We have an action-packed show. A lot of things going on around in the world of sports. We're going to talk a little NFL. We're going to talk some NBA, UFC, WWE. We have quite a bit to get into, so we are not going to waste your time. Appreciate everybody out there. Like I said, for just the support, listening week in and week out, man, we just really, really appreciate it, all right? So, Black, let's go ahead and jump into it, man. Let's go ahead and start with the NCAA tournament now. Here on the Sports Test, we don't talk that much of college basketball, but if you're not talking NCAA tournament, when it's NCAA tournament time, you shouldn't have a sports show. All right, Black, so let's go ahead and get into it. The field is huge. The field has a lot of beautiful matchups out here in these first and second rounds, but let's go ahead and get to it. Black, let's go ahead. Give me your final four teams. Give me your national championship game and give me your final I mean, your national championship winner. Hey, we going right into it. Let's like go that, ahead, bro. bro. Let's get to Yay. it, bro. Why not? Well, okay. Uh, man, I, I, I got a chance to look at this team yesterday. They're a really nice team, and I think they're going to be there. That's the number one overall seed, Alabama. Um, that's that's the first team. Uh, I kind of like – I kind of see seen a little bit of Purdue. They got some – they big, boy. That center and power forward position, they huge. I'm not sure about them. Will they make it? I don't know if they can make enough shots, D, so I'm not going to go with them. But I do like Duke. I think Duke, what they've been doing over the past few couple months here on this nice win streak they've been on and then been able to go to the ACC tournament and go to the championship game and dominate Virginia. So I like them to get there as well. Uh, D, another team that I got to, got to see as well was Indiana against Penn State. They didn't win the game. 
I think Indiana can make a lot of noise. They have uh, old NBA head coach Mar- uh, Mark, I mean Marcus Woodson. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah, for the did, Knicks. Yeah, for the Knicks, they have him as the head coach. They got some nice pieces inside. They got a big body down there who demands a double team. They can shoot the ball well. They're very athletic on uh, out in the wings. So I'm going to pick Indiana as the third team. And then my last team D, I'm going to go with Houston. As long as Houston's top guys is able to play and he's on the floor. Yeah, he's hurt. They've, they've been they've been the good best team in college football almost all year between them and Alabama. So they've been going back and forth. So I'm going to pick Houston as the fourth team to get to the final four. Now on to the final four in those matches. I'm going to pick Alabama to beat Duke. And then I'm going to pick I'm going to pick Houston to beat uh Indiana. Mm-hmm. National championship, I got Duke versus. No, you got Alabama. No, I got Alabama versus uh, Houston, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pick Alabama to be victorious. I think that guy Andre Miller, who we were just talking Brandon about, Miller. Brandon Miller. I'm sorry, uh, he that that kid is nice. They have a really athletic team, D. So I'm looking to see if they can run all the way, and they was the number one overall seed, and I think they can take it all the way. So I watched a lot of college basketball over the past week or so, paid attention to a lot of the tournament uh, games and all of the conferences. I'm not going to lie. I, you know, I'm a Duke fan uh, when it's basketball season, so I watch a lot of Duke basketball. Um, but I really don't really get cranked into college basketball. And I ain't going to lie, I want to be more in tune with college basketball. But with the NBA going on and the, the NFL, I mean, just so much going on, man. So I think... I need to do a better job of that. But I really enjoyed these conference games. The college game is a lot different from the NBA game. The NBA NBA game is just so skilled. You see so much skill. Skill everywhere you look, you just see the skill. And I think that with, with the college kids, they got a lot of heart, man. They show a lot of heart. They got a lot of energy. I mean, these kids are really, really putting it on the line. So, yeah, I just wanted to state that about really enjoying the last couple of days of the conference tournament. So, let's get down to business. In the South region, I'm going to take the number one overall seed, the Alabama Crimson Tide, to come out of the South. Look. These boys got the softest lineup in the South region. <laughs> There's literally nobody over here, bro. Let's just call it what it is. Are right, we going to keep it real? You got Arizona. They're a good basketball team. Arizona nice now. Yeah, they're a good basketball team, but they don't, uh, athletically, from what I've seen, they're not going to match up very, very well. They can shoot the rock, D. I did see them. Yeah. Yeah, but Alabama can defend. Yeah. They're big at the rim, and then they can score too. They can really score. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I really don't see uh, Arizona really getting in their way. And then you got teams like Creighton and Missouri and Maryland, Utah State. Uh, your two seed, your three seed is Baylor. I, I I don't see these teams challenging Alabama. I think Alabama, in my opinion, and we know how tournament, how crazy yeah, a tournament can be. So you don't think Baylor put up a good pretty no, good No, I, I, I don't. I watch this Alabama team. They're clear cut the best team in this tournament. I think they walk. They walk to uh, the South Region Championship to get to the Final Four. Let's get to the East. It's loaded in the East. Purdue got a tough, tough task on their hand. You got Marquette, who I really, really, really like. You got my Duke Blue Devils, who I like. You got a scrappy Michigan State team. You got USC, who's real scrappy as well. You have Kentucky Blue Blood. This thing, Memphis, who is on fire right now, especially coming out of the Atlantic 10. I mean, winning the... uh, um, Oh, the Atlanta 10 championship yesterday. <sighs> Purdue's not going to make it. 
I think Purdue can shoot the basketball, they're very technical, and they're big inside, but when they go up against a team that's athletic, who can run up and down the floor, it's gonna cause them problems. You got three teams who could do that in this bracket. You got Marquette, led by Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart, everywhere he goes. He always, yeah. Everywhere he goes, he turns that school, or that, that basketball program into something to deal with. I like Marquette and I like Duke. I struggle back and forth between them representing the uh, East region. I like my Duke Blue Devils, I really, really do. John Shire taking his first crack at the tournament. Really the job he's done, won nine straight Duke winning the ACC tournament. Very, very, very impressive. But I'm gonna go with Shaka Smart and Marquette, man. I think Shaka Smart and Marquette come out of the East region. That's who I like. I think that's gonna be a team that he's gonna put the world on notice. Hey, pay attention down here to Marquette. You know what I'm saying? We can really play good basketball. Let's go to the Midwest region. Houston is hurt. They're hurt. They're limping into the tournament. They had a fantastic season. I do not think they get out alive. You got teams like Texas. I really love Penn State. The grit and the grind they showed in the Big Ten tournament. That is a team who can go in a Cinderella run. Texas A&M loaded at the guard position. They got snipers up top at the top of the key. I think it's unfair that Penn State and Texas A&M are playing in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Who made that matchup? That's a good game, though. But it shouldn't be. Penn State is not a 10 seed in this tournament, bro. They made, they went to the Big Ten final. They did. They don't deserve to at least get up to an eight or a seven seed. So this is an incredible matchup. Mm -hmm. Now, like you just said. But you know that's based on the teams that they play in the conference that was so much better than them. No, 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 I get it. But when you yeah. make a run in the Big Ten, who's arguably the best conference in basketball, mm -hmm. you're not a 10th seed. Mm -hmm. You're not a 10th seed, but that's where they are. But on to my pick. Team I didn't mention yet who I think is going to get to the Texas Longhorns. Mm. The Texas Longhorns can really shoot the basketball. They are scrappy. They can defend. They absolutely railroaded Kansas. They did. Multiple times. This team is fast. They're fun to watch. And in the NCAA tournament, if you can get up and down the floor, cause turnovers, hey, you are in these games. I think Texas squeaks out squeaks out Houston in the regional final, I mean, in the regional semifinal, and they make it out of the mid-risk uh, region. All right, down to the West, and this thing is nasty out here in the West. Kansas, the defending national champion, taking on UCLA and Gonzaga and Connecticut and TCU and Arkansas, Arizona State, I yonk. This thing is loaded out here in the West, but I want to go Gonzaga. I like TCU to make this thing really, really funky out there in the West. But Kansas is going to stand tall. Kansas is going to stand tall. But you know what? It's 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 a it's a team in this bracket though that I'm I'm looking at it. Who's that? That could potentially make some noise, and I'm, and and people have been sleeping on them. I think they got Arkansas as an eight seed here. I feel what you're saying. They got Arkansas as an eight seed, and they playing. They're gonna be playing up against a, a really strappy team in Illinois in the first round. That's gonna be a really good game. But I think we should keep an eye on Arkansas because I think they can make some noise in this. They they're one of those teams that kind of like uh, Alabama a little bit. They they can defend. Mm -hmm. uh, they got uh, athletes on them wings that can make some noise. So I'm gonna be looking out for Arkansas also in this in this region, being the West region. The reason I'm not gonna take Arkansas because when it was time for them to play in the big game, they never delivered all year long. Yeah, they never 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 delivered. So if you're going up against a UCLA or you're going up against a Kansas or you're going up against a Gonzaga, it is the tournament now. It is the tournament. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like these these three schools historically make a run, but. 
I'm gonna stick with Kansas. I'm gonna take the defending champion one, coming out of the West. One team I wanted to ask you about real quick that I, I don't think we asked about. I seen this and I was like, hmm. I see them as a three seed. I wanted to know if you think they could make some noise in the East, Kansas State. I know we've been talking about them and then the guy who transferred from Florida and went there who's been hooping for them. Like, I think he lead the nation in scoring or something Yo. like that. Do you see them being able to make a little noise in that East region? Yeah, I do. They're a really good basketball team. Um, I haven't seen enough of them to put my cap on them. Okay. I, they got eliminated very early in the Big 12 uh, uh, tournament. Is it 3C award to, to them or they should have had a good been? year? Okay. They had a good year. They finished the season 23 and 9. Okay. So they had a good year. They had a couple big wins on the road um, before they started conference play. So they, they deserve their seeding. But man, I don't know if they can really bang with Purdue. I don't know if they're going to outgun Marquette. Marquette is really good 28 and 6. Mm-hmm. 28 and 6. They own Madison Square Garden uh, uh, winning the Big East tournament, man. So look, like, I, I think that's the team. You can't sleep on Kentucky. Calipari is going to come in and the ball is going to be well coached. Mm-hmm. But let's they keep can't it real. Shoot the rock, bro. They let's keep shoot. it real. They can't shoot they can't a lick. That's been, and, and that's so crazy. All the talent that Calipari can't get had, shooters. They cannot get sh- I think who, oh, uh, uh, what's my guy from Miami? Uh, Tyler Hero was the last guy who could really shoot that thing that came through Kentucky. Right. But he don't recruit shooters. He recruit athletes. <laughs> yeah, that's he recruits. That's what he recruits. And great guards. Amazing guards. Amazing guards. Some so, of the best ever in college, actually. Yeah, and and right. and, and last for me with with the with the tournament, North Carolina not making it, man. That sucks, man. Why? You come into the season number one preseason, all everything, and not making the tournament. That's that's really because that's one of the blue bloods of college uh, college basketball. They don't deserve to be one here. of the teams that you would want to see there. I know they don't deserve because they because what they did this year was god awful. But not to see them in a tournament D, I was like, man, that sucks for it sucks for college basketball. Won't miss them. Yeah, well, you it won't sucks miss them. for it. You won't miss them. We will. You will miss you, North Carolina because there's North Carolina's always been one of those teams. When you watch the yeah. NCAA tournament <laughs> and you get these games, you will not think about the teams that, that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. The tournament is always loaded with surprises and fun. You will yeah. not think about one time the North Carolina Tar Heels. I guarantee that you won't. While watching the games, you won't. Mm-hmm. Maybe when you're off to your about your business and you ain't watching no college basketball, <laughs> they might run across your mind. Yeah. But while you flipping your TV back and forth, you will not think about yeah. the North Carolina Tar Heels. Yeah, I'm, it's it's kind of like with them and and basketball, them Duke and those little teams. The, the the blue buds feel you feel like they. I feel you. It's, it don't feel it don't feel like they, it feel like they should be there. Yeah. And I'm saying I I never would have thought that. The way their year went, that it would have looked like that, with all the talent they brought back, that returned. Yeah. I mean, guys who could have potentially been lottery picks came back to school, and for them to lay an egg like they did this season, it did kind of suck though. Do not to see them in the tournament. I ain't tripping. Go do. All right, here's my picks, man. I called my final four. Um, coming out, I'm going to take Alabama to knock off Marquette. Uh, in the first regional final. And then I am going to take Kansas to knock off uh, Texas in the second regional final. Sets up an Alabama and Kansas national championship game. I think Alabama is top to bottom the best team in this uh, tournament. I think Brandon Miller is the best player in this tournament. They can defend. They can rebound. Their energy throughout the SEC tournament was just lights out. Lights out. This is a really good basketball team, and they're pretty well coached as well. Alabama cuts down the nets, and they win the national 
championship. Do you right. Bill Self not being there that concerns you? He's back. He's back. He now? was released from the hospital on Saturday. Be back okay. with the team on Tuesday. He will be on the sidelines on Thursday okay. for that first game. So he okay. is back. He is back. All right. So I got Alabama winning the national championship. Okay. All right. Let's move along down the locker. Like I said, we got a lot to get into, man. So let's go ahead and pick it up a bit. Black, let's go to the NFL. The Chicago Bears trade out of the number one pick and shoot it right on over to the Carolina Panthers for a haul. Most notable in this haul, they get the number nine. Well, the Bears get the number nine pick. They get a future first round pick, second round pick, third round pick, and then they get very stud wide receiver DJ Moore headed out to Chicago to pair up with Claypool and give Justin Fields some weapons. Black, how do you feel about the trade? And does this better work well out for for the Chicago Bears or the Carolina Panthers? I like I like it for the Bills, but I love it for Justin Fields, man. Yeah, they finally going to put some talent around him and DJ Moore and Chase having Chase Claypool over yeah. there and um. Uh, Mooney, uh, the other right receiver, the third receiver. I think this is great that you're giving him a lot of talent on the outside. And DJ Moore is he the the, the kid is legit. Stud receiver. He's a stud receiver. He legit. You know. So uh, I like it for Chicago, but I also like it for Carolina. I look who they have as their head coach, Frank Wright. He want to go get his guy, and I can see it. I see why Carolina made the move. Frank Wright is a quarterback coach. He probably already see what he likes in the draft, or they may keep their options open. Who knows? I actually like it for both teams, D, but I love it a lot for uh, Chicago because they putting talent around Justin Fields, and that's what Chicago was missing. Will the Panthers regret not taking – I mean, will the Bears regret not taking Bryce Young and keeping Justin Fields? Will they regret it? Do you think long-term will they regret it? I don't because I, okay. ju- I think Justin Fields – with the talent that you're going to have around them, and then now being being the team, the number one team in free agency with the most money to spend, they're working on the defensive side of that ball, and they're going to get more talent around him in the backfield as well. I'll see Justin Fields these next few years here having some of the best years of his career because he's going to have a lot of talent and a lot of options that can help him and start to get Chicago back on the right track. So I agree with you. I get Bryce Young. I get it. I get people saying that the Panthers, I mean, the Bears are going to regret this. I I understand what you're saying because Bryce Young is going to be a pro's pro. Mm -hmm. You can see the way he carried himself at Alabama and just, just a stud. He's just a stud, a great leader, great talent, smart guy. But let's not cool out on Justin Fields. Justin Fields is ultra talented. And not only could Bryce Young not do anything with that Bears team last year, Tom Brady wouldn't have been able to do anything with that Bears team last year. Uh 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 uh, uh, uh Aaron Rodgers, uh, you name them. You put them with that Bears team last year, and the Bears will still have the number one pick. Mm-hmm. So all of the consensus out there about Justin Fields, they're gonna make a mistake. Yo, mm. chill. The NFL is all about talent and what you have around you. Look at the uh, Philadelphia Eagles who went to the Super Bowl last year. Big, big, big talent. And now their defensive starters are getting up out of here left and right in free agency. That Eagles team going to look different next year. It's going to look totally different That defense is going to look different next year because it's about talent. But you know know what they did do, D? In the midst of having all that talent that they had, they was able to draft well. And yeah. they were really loaded at, 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 at positions there. So it's kind of like a next man up scenario for them this year. Right. 
All right. So I just, I, I don't know, man. I just think that uh, Justin Fields is going to get his opportunity to say, hey, everybody cool out. Yeah. Keep quiet. Yeah, and I think and that's not that. this upcoming season. Now, for the Panthers, this is a total win for them. Yeah. You get a chance. In my opinion, I know the Anthony Richardson train is moving, and it is moving fast. I would not be shocked in the least bit if they get up there at with the number one overall pick, the Carolina Panthers, like Anthony Richardson. I would not be shocked. I wouldn't. But logically, smartly, you take the most consistent, the most consistent winning player in college football in the last. Three years, mm-hmm. and that's Bryce Young. That's him. You're going to bring him into your franchise, and he is going to uplift your franchise. He's going to be the face of your franchise for the next 10 to 15 to 20 years. He's going to be the reason why the Carolina Panthers have a resurgence to be competitive again. They ain't been competitive since Cam Newton took that number one off of them. Do you think, real quickly, do you think that if Bryce Young is the pick, are they able to do something right away or is it going to take some no, time with him and Frank Wright? Too many holes. Too yeah. many holes in Carolina. You look at their roster top to bottom, they are depleted. Yeah. They don't even have a wide receiver to throw the football to right now. Okay. Their offensive line is creaky and not in the best shape. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young is going to get his brains beat in next year. Mm-hmm. He is. And they're going to get another top five pick because of it. Give Bryce Young, just like we do most rookie quarterbacks who go to really bad teams. Give Bryce Young a two to three year window. Let's get some talent in there. Let's get some move some money around and get some key pieces in there. And then let's see what he could do. Let's see what he could do. But it's a win for the Bears and it's a win for the Panthers because they're going to get their guy. Consistency is you got to take Bryce Young. I hear the CJ Stroud noise out there. I get it. I get it. But what do your eyes yeah, you're tell you? about that now. I say most it. consistent. You always want most. What consistent. do your eyes? I seen this man go to the most hostile stadiums for three years and come out unscathed. Mm-hmm. I seen him do it. Yeah, and I seen him lead the top of the top athletes in all of college football who happen to be on the same team as him. Well, I've seen it. <laughs> and what's the one thing you always say you look for, especially in the quarterback, to see? If he a dog and that kid, he's, he's a, dog. a dog. He's a dog. He's so a dog. Who, who, wherever he go, and I hope it's Carolina. You got to know it's going to be good days coming for the Carolina Panthers moving forward. Absolutely. All right, Black. Let's talk about this Lamar Jackson situation, man. I go first. This is the ugliest thing that I've ever seen in free agency with a quarterback. So you mean to tell me we got an All Pro? First team all NFL guy. We got a former MVP unanimous uh, that I might add you. He's won the division. He's been in the league four years. He's won the division twice. Made the playoffs three out of his four seasons. And now we're having a collusion with the owners here because Deshaun Watson got $230-something million guaranteed. So they want to collude, and the owners want to take the power back and not give Lamar the next big-time franchise deal. I hope to God that Lamar Jackson stand on his 10 and really ride this thing out. I'm prepared to see Lamar Jackson not play a down next year just so he won't ever have to put on a Baltimore Ravens uniform ever again. The Ravens are nasty. Now, if this is a business, and I ain't hating on the business side because I got to be objective. I have to be. That's my job being on this show is to be objective. The business side of the Ravens, I understand. 
I understand. But the logical thing of it in the NFL and any sport, what is the number one thing you try to do week in and week out, Black? Win. And he's won a lot of ball games. Mm-hmm. You brought him in, and he's t- you tailored around him, and he's produced when healthy. Now we want to use excuse. Oh, we don't know if Lamar's going to be healthy. Well, who the hell going to be healthy? This and is the he, National Football League. But when he's not healthy and on the field, you don't win. This is the National Football. We saw you in the playoffs against the Bengals. It was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> no disrespect to Hundley because he was the backup and he did what he was supposed to do. He got him there. But come on now. This is collusion against Lamar Jackson for the owner to try to take powers, the power back from the players. That's what this is. And Lamar Jackson, they're going to try to make him the example of that. And it doesn't make sense. Roger Goodell, the NFLPA, the front offices all over the, in the NFL who have some say. So why aren't you speaking? Why aren't we hearing about this from y'all? Deshaun Watson came. No disrespect to Deshaun. Deshaun came back from a case, boy. Mm-hmm. Rolled up in the Cleveland, got 235, 240 guaranteed. After a case. And now we talking about a former MVP just only two years ago, all pro NFL, got win division titles, get to the playoffs. We talking about this guy, can't he get a contract worth his value? I don't care that they saying the number Lamar Jackson wants 300 million. I don't care. Because when Justin Herbert's up and Joe Burrow's up, Trevor Lawrence is up. What kind of money you think they gonna get? Hmm. So you mean Maybe. to tell me Lamar being the example is gonna hold back Trevor getting his money, or Herbie getting his money, or Joey B getting his money? Mm-mm, it ain't. It's not. So this is one of the more nastier situations I've ever seen. And I hope Lamar just stand on it, bro. Don't waver, don't fold, bro, because you deserve so much more than how you're being treated. Like, what's your thoughts? Yeah, man, this, like you said, D, I agree with you, man. This is a nasty situation. I even hate watching it on the TV when they discuss it. Yeah, it sucks, man. You get to thinking about all Lamar, all the negativity that was around him when he was coming into the league. Oh, he's not a quarterback. He's not this. He's not that. I mean, and he just proved everybody wrong. Right dude. away. You know, and, and, and I was always one of the ones who said uh, – about Lamar when he was going through negotiations when it started up last year his representation wasn't right I don't think his mother needed to be in there but D this man resume speaks for itself yeah man it really it's really at the point it don't matter who's sitting down with the team owner or the the GM or whoever it is uh, making these decisions this man resume speaks for itself and for him to be overlooked and downplayed and disrespected in the fashion that the Ravens are doing is disgusting. To put a non-exclusive tag on this man is disgusting. We haven't seen a non-exclusive tag since uh since uh Washington put one on damn Kirk Cousins seven years ago. Sad, bro. Sad, bro. And even in his situation with a non-exclusive tab, he was able to get his money. And you know what type of money he got, D? Mm-hmm. All guaranteed money. All of it. Every penny. But you're telling me Lamar Jackson doesn't deserve that. For MVP. This is this is bigger than this is bigger than everything that we're seeing. Do you trying to make an example out of a yep. kid? 
who's not the typical look for your for the NFL, who doesn't do, do things like a Pat Mahomes, uh, some of the top quarterbacks in the league. He does it his own way. Kids, you never heard about Lamar since he's been in the league, being in any trouble or doing things any negative type of way. You haven't heard of it. Yeah, you may have heard a couple of tweets. Everybody tweets something negative. But he hasn't, he's been clean. And this man don't deserve to get his money. Baltimore Ravens organizations, I'm disgusted <laughs> with you. And you don't deserve to have a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. Mm-mm. Go ahead and let Trace McSorley be your quarterback mm-hmm. in the future. Because that's what you deserve. No disrespect to you, dog. No disrespect, Chase. <laughs> and I, I I pray D Lamar, like you said, he ends up on the other side of this. But D, him sitting out a whole year, I would hate to see it. I would too, man. Because Lamar Jackson, the talent as he is, the leader that he is, the guy that he is, you want to see him playing in football games. But he can't fold here, bro. You right, he can't fold, but it's disgusting. It's nasty. Like you said, y'all ain't gonna be doing this to Herbie and Lawrence and them guys. Y'all stop trying to make an example out of this kid. Cause he ain't your typical look for quarterbacks. That's what this is about. That boy Deshaun came off a case and got 240, boy. 25 cases. <laughs> that boy Deshaun came off a and, case, boy. And, 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 and leave it to me, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He don't deserve none of that. But but he got it. So he got it. That's the market. And that's him, and that's the market. It what it was. But what about Lamar's market? Yeah. You're, a, you're owners, you're scared of a quarterback like this getting that type of money and becoming the face of the league at some point in his career? The Ravens stupid. This bro. is this is crazy to me, D. I hope I hope I did say on Wednesday is when he can start negotiating. Because he got the exclusive tag. Today started free agency, so he can't do too much until Wednesday negotiating with teams. So I hopefully it's something that will happen that'll work out in his favor, D. But I, I I'm going to agree with you. He does need to stand on all ten, but I'm going to hate it because I want to see him on a football field. Yeah. Not with the Ravens, with somebody else. I want to see him playing football. But if they don't, if if no team is not interested in reaching. And, Taking Lamar, this is what we're going to be seeing. Him not on the football field. Yeah. Because he ain't finna come play for the Ravens after this? After all this? No way, D. No way. Right. This is a nasty situation. I just hope the best for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, man. We just going to have to keep monitoring it, man. We're going to keep monitoring and see how this thing shakes out. Um, just one of the more troubling stories that I've I've covered. Um, me and Black have covered since we've been doing this show, man. And it's it's... It's just kind of disheartening, man. It's disheartening. It's disheartening. So I hope Lamar stand on his, and we will um, keep our eyes on the situation. All right, Black, will he or won't he? All right, Aaron Rodgers. Will Aaron Rodgers be a Jet, or will he retire? Sources and news have broken over the last 48 to 72 hours that basically the Jets and the Packers have been in conversations with Rodgers, and basically... They're just waiting on Aaron Rodgers to say the word. If Aaron Rodgers is going to play football next year, he's going to be a Jet. Aaron Rodgers' days in Green Bay are done. Either he's going to be a Jet or he's going to retire black. What does Rodgers do? Does he remove himself from the cocoon in Green Bay where he has spent his entire career? He can walk the streets of Green Bay and can break all the laws and never go to jail. Or does he pack up his bags and... And he goes to Broadway in New York City 
where the lights are the brightest and where the New York Jets are literally a quarter back away from really making some noise. Black, is he a Jet or does Aaron Rodgers go home? Um, He a Jet. He a Jet. But I think the thing with this is something you went back, you said a few uh, episodes ago. He just want this attention. You know bro. what he doing? He just dragging this out. He know what he and doing. I know. I know that you hate that. It, it sickens me. It <laughs> sickens he just me. want all the press that he want, but be careful what you wish for. Ain't that because, right? Because uh, you Ain't finna go right. to the Big Apple, buddy. New York City. And that New York press, that New York press, <sighs> monsters. They monsters up there, mm-hmm. and they gonna let you have every bit of it if you come up there tripping. <laughs> But he he a jet, bro. He not finna retire. Uh, it's no way. It's something Shannon Sharp say today, and I agree with him. Ain't no way you finna leave sixty million dollars on the table. Mm-mm. Not for two years. Yeah, not for two years. You not finna leave that. So he gonna be a jet. The jet gonna pay him that money. Mm-hmm. Um, we gonna see. They gonna contend, bro. When he get there, hopefully in the next few days here or tonight or to you know we'll know something. Hopefully he won't drag this out too much longer. You know, he's saying a few words here and there to certain people when he's doing interviews. Just go ahead and just go ahead and say you a Jet and let's get this over with. And the Jets gonna be nice, boy, with him behind that. All that talent they got. And, and and the thing, the thing that I love about it, bro, these guys that's on the young guys on this team walking him with open arms. They, they want, want him. They want they him. They want him. They've been tweeting all day. They want him. They've been tweeting all day about him since free agency started at 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he just need he just need to come on and get it done. And we're going to have another contender uh, in the AFC, bro. I hope he's a Jet. I want to see him as a Jet. I want to be able to tune in week after week and after week to see what Aaron Rodgers got going on in New York. But deep down inside, I feel Aaron Rodgers is going to go. He's going to go home. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. I think Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to deal with a new expectation, a new pressure. I don't think he want to deal with it. I don't think he wants to deal with it at all. But I hope I'm wrong. I've watched this man over the past three and four years play the fiddle in Green Bay. One of the greatest talents we've ever seen. Probably the most talented thrower of the football ever. He deserves the status he deserves everything that he got. He deserves it. But I am sick and I am tired of waiting and waiting and waiting for Aaron Rodgers to do things his way. I'm tired of it, bro. So, Aaron, what you going to do, bro, if you just so happen to hear this, big dog? You going to go ahead and pack up them bags, bro? You going to go on up there to New York City and you going to let us really see what you got going on? Because them boys loaded up there. They swagged up. They high energy. They well coached. They just need you. Can you go up there and go visit old Josh Allen? Go on up there to Buffalo and holler at that boy. You want to go holler at Bill Belichick twice a year? Go on and holler at them boys. Come on up. You want to come on down to Miami? Well, that thing done got thick in Miami overnight. <laughs> <laughs> the AFC East ain't no game, bro. It ain't no game, bro. <laughs> no disrespect to the NFC. No, but that AFC East is popping. Mm-hmm. So I want to see it. Aaron Rodgers, pack your bags, bro. Get on that plane. Head to New York City. Go on and put on that 12 jersey and be the most famous number 12 since Joe Namath. Mm. Go on and do that, man, and let's see what you got going on. But if you decide to go home, I'll be the first one to tell everybody, I told you so. 
I told you so. All right, we wait. Now we wait more again more, more. on Aaron Rodgers for him. Wait, How long we wait? He goes. He he was on the I'm Athlete podcast yesterday when it was at a charity event. Mm-hmm. Going to tell Brandon Marshall. Uh, well, you you ain't gonna have to wait long because there's deadlines to this kind of stuff. <laughs> All right, bro. All right, bro. Boy, he playing his cards, All right, bro. Hey, he a master at it. So I guess I guess if you get as good at something, you just got to keep doing it. I guess, right? Yeah. So here we go. All right. All right, Black. Speaking of the Miami Dolphins in the AFC East, we heard the rumors. We knew it was coming. The conversations were out there. Jalen Ramsey is on the move. Jalen Ramsey is now a Miami Dolphin, being traded from the Los Angeles Rams on this past Sunday. Huge upgrade for the Dolphins at the cornerback position. They released Byron uh, Byron Jones. Mm-hmm. They released Byron Jones, and now we have Jalen Ramsey. For the past, I don't know, five to six years, he has been pound for pound the best corner in all of football. And for a short stint of two years, he arguably was the best defensive player minus Aaron Donald in football. Black, what does this do for the Dolphins with the acquisition of Jalen Ramsey? Man, um, it's a big deal. You got... Not, not only do you got him, you got Xavier, Xavier Howard over there on the other uh, other side. It's this thing, this thing gonna be scary, man. In Miami, offense already intact. They took care of that last offseason. Now they messing with the defense and bringing talent on the defensive side of the ball. If my if if my and Miami was already a good defensive team. Mine is Jalen Ramsey. Now you add him to that. Yeah. So I think it's going to be scary. It's going to be scary hours and scary days, my boy, in South Beach. But that thing in that, uh, like you said, in that AFC East, that thing finna get thick, boy, yeah, over that's real. there. That's real. I think if Miami, I, 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 I like the way they came out and said they're going to give Tua another full year to really see yeah, what they, they have with them. They should. If, if Tua can come out and stay healthy and stay on the field and not be get concussed or yeah, anything yeah, like that, yeah. Miami's going to be dangerous, D. It's, yeah. it's literally going to be hard to stop them offensively and do anything against them defensively yeah. with the addition of Jalen Ramsey. So, and then, oh my God, I forgot about they got Bradley Chubb in the trade. And I'm, yeah, they loaded Man, up. like, they loaded. And they got, what, Christian Wilkins? Yeah, man. Down, D. It's, going, it's a good football mm, team. Miami finna have the sauce this season. Oh, yeah. And you gonna, we going to yeah, feel it every man, week. Man, look, Tyree, man. Ramsey, man. <laughs> I could just imagine how them practices going to oh be. Oh, my God. I hope they get hard knocks. Bruh, I was thinking about I, that today. Bro, can you just imagine that, that? I was thinking about that today. But this is what I want to ask you. I put it in green room. Nobody didn't really answer. So I kind of wanted to get your opinion okay, on okay. it. Okay, okay. Jalen Ramsey, that. he got drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. He spent, what, four seasons there? Four For the Jags? For the Jags. Yeah. And then he played, what, two with the Rams, correct? Three with the Rams. Three with the Rams. Yeah. And this is his third team in what seven years? Yeah, seven third team years in his in seven-year career. Do you think it's more, what do you think is more of him? Because when you get a a great corner like that, you would think he was you know stay at a team, especially a winning team. In the situation he was in Jacksonville, that's not involved because we was we were terrible and he wanted out of there. Uh, GM was terrible. Everything mm. was terrible. So he went to the Rams with a team like the Rams. What do you think happened with letting him go? And I remember you said something a while back at some point. The Rams are going to not look the way that they look mm-hmm. for this. They had to win the championship they won mm-hmm. because you knew it was going to get blown up. Mm-hmm. But did you see them letting a player like you just said has been 
particularly being the one of the better defensive players, the best corner, mm-hmm. did you see them letting him go and just letting him go for literally nothing? A third round pick, D. Mm-hmm. You know, he left Jacksonville and we got two first rounders for him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, to answer your question, um, I don't see a problem with Jalen moving around. Look mm-hmm. at Deion Sanders. Look yeah. at, look at, look at, uh, uh, what's my guy's name? Look Deion at Deion Ch- chose to go to those places. Yeah, but what well, Jalen? What well, well, the thing with the Rams yeah. was they front loaded. The GM came out and said, "Brother, hell with them picks, bro. We don't care about nothing about these picks, bro. We stop piling. We wanted everybody out here. We gonna over go over the salary cap. We gonna pay the tax luxury, and we are gonna go for this thing. And they got it done. And you think they got nothing? A third round Well, Jalen's a little older now. He's coming on the back half mm. of his deal. But the Dolphins looked out for Jalen. They guaranteed the last forty five yeah, men of his deal. I seen that. fully guaranteed. So the Dolphins looked out for him. That's that's how much they believe in him. I think the Rams are just dead. So you they think have it's contract? Yeah, way. look, they had to let go Bobby Wagner. We can't keep Bobby. We got to let him go because we can't pay the man. You got Stafford. You gave Stafford almost two hundred million. You gave Aaron Donald another hundred million. They are stuck. Mm-hmm. They can't do it, and the writing is on the wall there. I okay. guarantee you, this how it happened. Jalen and his representatives went up to the front office and said, "Hey, we know this over with, bro. Go on and get me up out of here. Go on and get me up out of here. Get something for me." And the Rams said, "You're right." The Rams probably didn't hesitate. Mm-hmm. They probably didn't hesitate to keep Jalen because they can't afford to. They got to start getting some pieces back. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is, bro. Okay. The only two Super Bowl pieces of that Rams team that's going to be anything sufficient is going to be Donald and it's going to be Stafford. They're going to get. I'm talking about everybody going to be gone, bro. Cooper Cup too. Gone. Mm. Gone. Cooper Cup ain't going to be around that much longer, man. They can't afford it. The Rams are going to go into hell. Salary mm. cap tax. Hell. But you know what? It's worth it. They Load got- it up. Because <laughs> they got that chip. Every it team is. in the league, if they could do what the Rams did, they do it. <laughs> they do it. So, nah, I mean, they had to do what they had to do. Okay. They had okay. to do what they had to do. I love Ramsey going to Miami. It's fit. I say, man, this dude, how many times could a player get it right to be traded twice? Dion go to 49ers, didn't go to the Cowboys. But he didn't get traded. He didn't get well, traded. Just saying, I'm just he chose what, to go well, there. I'm just saying, moving teams. Okay. Just moving right. teams. How did man look good in every uniform? He do. Yeah. And I seen that picture. <laughs> but Jalen was looking very, like, <laughs> raw with the raw Rams yeah. colors. He was. Then I seen the little prototype of him. And I said, dang, he, he looked raw in that, too. Raw in that, too, yeah. He looked raw in that, too. So I'm happy for Jalen to get out of the situation. I love this Miami team. They made the playoffs last year. I love their head coach. That's going to be a fun, energetic situation. If you can bring Jalen down there, he, now he's going to be re-energized. We saw what he dealt with last year. Mm. That was disgusting last year. Injuries and injuries. Stafford. Now you got Baker Mayfield flying from uh 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 who Cleveland? Cleveland. And then he flying out to LA starting to. I mean Carolina. I'm sorry. Yeah, I like Carolina. come on, bro. <laughs> So now the yeah. man can't rejuvenate, so I like it. I like the move for Jalen. And um, and you know the pairing with him and Xavier Howard, you love that. Oh, yes, sir. Man, <laughs> yes, sir. I do like it, man. I do like it, man. So gotta keep a close eye on what's going on in Miami. All right. So a couple other tidbits before we move on to the UFC. Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Bucks look like they're closing in on a deal. The Bucks made it very, very apparent that they are rebuilding. They are rebuilding. Baker Mayfield is going to be the guy to come in like he's going to be the presumable starter next year. Uh, even though uh, Todd Bowles said that 
if the Baker situation gets handled, him and uh, what's the quarterback, Kyle, Kyle Trask, Trask, will compete for the starting job. Not the disrespect Kyle Trask, but you got to think Baker Mayfield is going to be the starter for the Tampa Bay Bucks. All right, Dalvin Cook, superstar running back. Dalvin Cook is on the block. The mm. Minnesota Vikings have made it known to NFL teams as we're approaching the NFL draft in April that Dalvin Cook is available. Black, real quick, would you like to see Dalvin Cook on the move? And real quick off the top of your head, do you have a spot where you like to see him? Well... I like it because he ain't gonna get really do too much more than what he can do in Minnesota, but um, it's, I seen on Twitter they, they they say the rumor is that he's going to a, a AFC East team, and people are like, please don't let it be the Dolphins, please don't let oh it be the Dolphins. God. But I'm thinking it might be the Bills. I'm thinking it might be the Bills. That's what I'm thinking. I could be wrong, but the rumor I gotta, is I gotta the, take on that. I gotta take on that. It might be the AFC East, but if it's if it's either one of them teams, D. I'm going to say the Bills because that's what that's what the Bills been missing a, a legit run running game. They rely on Josh Allen too much. They need a legit running back. Go and get him. Please go and get him. Pay him with his brother. Whatever you want to do, do whatever you need to do. But if he get to Miami, by God, by God, <laughs> and that's home too. So you know he put some thought. That's ooh, I'm and, home. That, and that's what yeah. I was. That's what I was about. To but say. if it's them, if it's them, D. That's going to be scary, but I hope it's Buffalo. Quick hot take. We can revisit this later. The Bills in trouble. Mm. The Bills in trouble. Even if they get them? I listen to Stefan Diggs. Talk on that interview on the shop. That thing don't sound good. If I'm Josh Allen and I'm watching that interview, did Stefan Diggs have that same conversation with Josh Allen? Or was that the first time Josh Allen heard that? You know, quarterbacks are divas. You can't stroke them the wrong way. You can't stroke them the wrong way. Something going on there. Last year, Buffalo was the pick consensus-wise. Yes, they were. And they got sent home in the second round. Mm-hmm. And they got embarrassed in the second round by Joe Cool. Joey B, the boss. They flatlined them boys at home. I mean, when the last time you seen a more dominant playoff win than what Joey B and the boys had going on? Watch that Buffalo situation. Are you ready for one more hot take? <laughs> Just one more. Stephon Diggs won't be a Buffalo Bill next year. NFL draft. Watch him go on the move. You heard it here first. All Ooh. right. Hot take. Yeah, hot take. They end up in Dallas? Because Doug McDermott, the head coach of Buffalo Bills, he don't like that. He's already said it one time before, Diggs is an emotional player. We saw Josh Allen and him walk up and down the sidelines and didn't yeah. even speak to each other. Will he end up, he end up in Dallas with his brother? No, no, no. He don't end up in Dallas because Jerry Jones ain't going to pay no money. <laughs> Why Jerry so cheap, bro? He won another, he, he another Super Bowl, but he ain't going to get one. Somebody said on Twitter today, D, they said, man, so, well, man, what Dallas going to do? Somebody said, man, now y'all know Jerry Jones ain't finna spend nothing, no free agency. Nothing. <laughs> we coming in next year with new draft players in the same team we had last year. So he ain't going to be no Cowboy. He ain't going to be the, no Cowboy. Got the most money out of all the owners and then. Ain't spending nothing. Ain't spending nothing. Got Dak out here reconstructing the contract for what? Oh, For what? Lord. But keep an eye on that. That's funny. Okay. Keep an All eye on right. that. That's just my feeling. I gotta right go now. watch that because I hadn't watched it yet. Check it out, man. I gotta go watch it. Let okay. me know what you think too once you watch it because I know Josh Allen ain't like that. I know he didn't. I know mm. he didn't. All right, Black, let's move on to the UFC massive pay-per-view this weekend out there in the O2 Arena in London, England. Black, we have a 
great, great main event, a rematch of the highest order. But before we get there, you do have some notable names uh, fighting on this card. Notably, Justin Gaethje getting back in the saddle against Rafael Faziz. Justin Gaethje better be careful. Yes, he better. (laughs) We just seen Peter Young get his butt handed to him sad tonight. don't but carry on, <laughs> just bro. to catch you, man. Be careful. Uh, I'm a big fan of Gunnar Nelson. Gunnar Nelson, he always brings he back against Brian Barina. All right, you got Jennifer Meyer versus Cassie O'Neill, and then you got Marvin Vito- Vittori versus Roman Dolai. Dolai, excuse me. Um, in the main cars. All right, but let's get to the main main course meal here. The most pound for pound. Machine that we had seen in my opinion since George St. Pierre Colmarol Usman will walk back into the octagon looking to rectify the knockout heard round the world by Leon Edwards just a little over a short year ago. Usman has been dominant, but he went down very, very badly. Black. Does Usman go into enemy territory? I ain't gonna say enemy territory, but does he go into the hometown of Leon Edwards while they have won almost 60,000 people in the O2 arena? Ole, 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 ole. Does Usman go back and take back the throne and down Leon Edwards this Saturday? It was something that we talked about last week. Oh! It was something we talked about last week. And we've never seen a champion get knocked out in devastating fashion and be able to regain what he lost. We seen George, me and you both start watching UFC when George was at his peak, his prime. Yeah, he was here. He had just started being that boy. He did, yeah. We seen Matt Serra stop him. Knock him out. Knocked him out. But... George was able to regain what he lost. He did. We seen Matt Hughes beat George. This was before he we was did. champion, though. We did. Yeah, this was before. Yeah, this was before he was champion, and still be able to climb that ladder and become the welterweight champion. George was different. George was different. He was, and Kamar Usman, I see him in the same breath as a George St. Pierre. D. I believe Kamar Usman. Got it on his mind. He know what he needs to do. Talk to I him think now. he's been that good of a champion. As dominant he as George St. Pierre. He has. I think him going to hostile territory. Mm, talk to me now. Will give him the battery he needs in his back to get this done. I'm going to say he stops Leon Edwards in the fourth round and regains what he lost, D. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I have been <laughs> racking my brain for this very moment on this show. History tells me that Usman will not win. That's what history tells me. But Leon Edwards had the fight lost when he fought Usman that first time. And due to one of the luckiest shots to connect in the Round with a minute left <laughs> and drop Usman. This man became champion. I'm not taking nothing away from Leon. He is a very talented fighter and deserves to be where he is. He deserves this moment. He does to being in front of your home country 
And you walking out as the champion and the guy that you're going to go fight is the guy who dominated the division for we don't know how long. Now, we've seen this man just absolutely destroy people. I mean, them boy Masvidal, they still can't find his chin. <laughs> now, that boy slap silly out here in Jacksonville, man. Man, look here, man. We found that at the crib. Jesus. <laughs> but I agree with you. <laughs> Usman is not like regular guys. Mm-hmm. Usman literally came from nothing. He knows what it's like to have nothing. He's a grinder. He understands what it takes to work hard and harder and harder. He understands. The only concern that I have is Usman is an older fighter. Usman is 37. He's 37. I just realized that's how old Usman is. He doesn't look like it. He don't. But he's 37, but he is in peak top shape. Mm -hmm. And I think Usman fell in love with his hands. After he knocked out Masvidal and kind of neglected that wrestling and stopped suffocating and bore constricting opponents when he knocked out Masvidal. I think Usman absolutely goes back to the wrestling. I think this fight is not as entertaining as people is mm-hmm. think it's going to be. And I think he's going to go in there and suffocate Leon. Drown him. Drag him down to the ground. Mm-hmm. Wear him out. Pound and ground, suffocate him, make it very difficult for him. Leon has one shot and one shot only to win this fight. And that's when they ring that bell and they come to the center of the octagon. He better start throwing whatever he got because he's going to the mat. Kamar Usman, five rounds, unanimous decision. 50-45 win Mm. over Leon Edwards and he takes back the welterweight crown in hostile territory. I'm a believer in Usman just like Black. He reminds me of George, the grind, just the intensity, just the skill that he has. George developed hands late in his career. Mm-hmm. He was a dominant wrestler. That's why people really ain't mess with George like that. That's why they love Silva and those guys because they were the more entertaining guys. George was like, bro, I don't care about none of that. You're going to the mat. I don't care about none of that. And I'm going to win. And he I mean, won several times. I so mean, Usman. I remember George giving me some bad nights, boy, especially when he beat BJ Penn. <laughs> I said, good God. Yeah, man. I was like, boy, look Destroyed him, bro. But the one thing, you know, the one thing that really stands out to me about this D, I was watching Countdown. I recorded it because I said, I want to watch this closer to see if something I miss or anything. Mm. I never got a chance after that fight to see Kamara Usman because, you know, he left the ring. He didn't he even did. do an interview. I was watching Countdown and I was looking at him as Leon was, look at me now, look at me now. He had his eyes locked. On him. On Leon. He did. And and then in this, in in the Countdown, in the midst of this training, all you heard from Leon was headshot dead. Headshot dead. You gotta think that Kamar Usman like, okay. Okay. Yeah. He been seeing it. He been hearing it. Headshot yeah. dead. Yeah. This and that. Look at me now. I feel you. I feel. I. I D. I believe we are gonna get booze in this fight from the London crowd in the O2. I feel you. I believe it's gonna. I agree with you. I think it's gonna be that dominant. I feel but you. But I think Kamara won't be satisfied with a stoppage. This fight getting stopped, bro. Okay. It's getting stopped. Okay. okay. I don't. I think he gonna drown 
Leon in front of his home crowd. I think so. And I think it's warranted because Kamar Usman is literally one of the best, if not the best welterweight, him and George Ratdale, you could say. It's Ratdale. a great conversation. It's a great conversation. And if he can pull this off and do it dominantly, oh boy. Oh boy. Because now we he's a two-time George, champion like George. And we've seen George do it. Yeah. Can he do it? Can he do it? Yeah. Can and he do I it? I believe he will. Well, UFC 286 is happening this weekend. This is more. This is one of the critical fights uh, for the UFC this mm-hmm. year. This is one you'll look back on once we get to November and December and go back. Hey, man, remember the atmosphere in London when Usman and Edwards. I'm looking forward to the energy from the walk-ins from both fighters. I'm just looking forward to it because they are going to be loud. Oh, yeah. O2 is going to be crazy. And Usman is going to have to be focused and me and you agree, he remains focused, he goes in, and he handles business. Mm-hmm. Sort of getting back to basics. Not that he can't knock Leon out. Not that saying that he can't, because he can. Mm-hmm. But I think he probably wants Leon to feel every bit of it for 25 minutes. And leave nothing left to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think Usman wants to go in there. We're going to move on. I think Usman wants to go in there and say, you ain't getting no rematch. I dominated you the first fight. You caught me with a lucky shot. The second fight, I come in here and I drowned you. So you believe this is it? If Usman destroys him for 25 minutes, 50, 45, that's it. That's it. That's it. But that's why you got to have the fights. And we'll see this Saturday night. All right, real quick, a little bit more on the icebreaker side. WrestleMania 39 is shaping up. Now, a bit of interesting news that came out earlier today Mm -hmm. with Bray Wyatt, the superstar talent, is out indefinitely due to a physically undisclosed issue now rumors were coming out over the last two weeks that there were some creative differences arising again with Wyatt and WWE creative now the Bobby Lashley thing was a head scratcher for us because when you when you say it out loud Bray Wyatt versus Bobby Lashley I don't want to see that but then more news leaking I got this news right before we came on air today Brock Lesnar opted out of working with um, uh, Bray Wyatt because Bray Wyatt opted out of work with Brock Lesnar two or three years ago on his run. He opted out of working against Brock Lesnar. So there's some tit for tat going on here. And as a result of that, WWE creative has all of a sudden pulled Bray Wyatt completely away. Everything about his being completely away. Bobby Lashley was not present on Raw or on SmackDown. Now, WWE is now feverishly trying to find a replacement opponent for Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. Bobby Lashley is one of the critical stars right now in WWE, but no Bray Wyatt. Black, do you smell fish? Do you smell something in the water? Or is our guy Bray Wyatt really have an issue? Man, I don't know. Bray Wyatt is a talented guy, man. Why y'all just let this man do his thing? I, I, what did, why did you bring him back? This sucks. I'm just saying, like... Biggest show of the year? Biggest show of the year. Man, look at what we just got in Royal Rumble with him in that match, man. Something we never seen before. Yeah, him in LA Knight. Yeah, man. Like, I don't understand what it is. Brock Lesnar, Brock Diva, here Diva. Who, who's what? Did they yeah. want them to have a match together or something, D? I don't know, man. Is it is it that that's why they don't want to work with each other? But they, I think Brock slided. I think Bray Wyatt slided him, and now Bray was getting now Brock was getting some get back. Yeah, I I, I don't understand it, D. Like you say, it is it'll all come out at some point in time. But 
Man, Bray Wyatt is a very ultra talented, great in the ring, great for WWE. If this is an issue and he finds his way out of the WWE again, D, I just don't know. It's it's so much it's so much we thought about that could happen with Bray Wyatt his character a few years ago, and they, the ball was dropped with it, and he left the WWE. Now we're talking about this and the potential of him being pulled or not being in WWE again. I think it it's sucks. very nasty, D. It sucks. I like Bray Wyatt. I've grown to like Bray Wyatt over time and his characters and everything that he's doing. It just seemed like he's one of the guys outside of uh, uh, the the tribal chief and uh, Roman, Reigns. Roman Reigns and them. What they're doing, he he gets the biggest pop. He's the next attraction, yeah. He's the next attraction. You have to keep that. Forget all the BS. But D, this is nasty. I don't like not a bit of it. And I hope that Bray Wyatt stays on. If he if he gets let go again. I'm not with that, man. Yeah, he's been removed from the promo. They redid the poster. He's removed. And his match has been removed off the bill. So that's an official thing. We're going to have to keep our ears out to that. That's a real sombering note for WrestleMania 39, which is really shaping up to be a really great event. Night one and night two, they've already announced seven matches. You got Reigns versus Cody Rhodes for the Undisputed Championship. Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. I'm really looking forward to that match because I want to see how much Rhea Ripley can be a superstar up against pound for pound, one of the best in the ring. And Charlotte I remember, Flair. I love the way Charlotte doing her. She like little girl. Her. Yeah, I love it. Like, I love it. I love like, it, Charlotte man. doing Very like that, uh, you know, what's up, little girl? Like, yeah. what you got? Because yeah. Charlotte has owned her the last two yeah. times they fought. Yeah, so big dog. I, I love the storyline and how they're building it up. Yeah, and then you have Oscar and Bianca Belair. Not too kind of keen on that yeah. match, but it is what it is. Then you have Brock Lesnar versus Omos. I hope that's night one, match one. Get that out of <laughs> the way. You got... Now, I'm very interested in this Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion. Who is it going to face? Is it going to be McIntyre or is it going to be... Uh, 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 oh my god, his homeboy McIntyre or Sheamus. Sheamus. Now they have a match coming up this Friday night to determine who is going to be it. But I see what the WWE doing. They're not going to have Sheamus be disrespected because now he's a he's one of the elder statesmen in WWE. Now he's been around a long time. I think he'll get a triple threat match versus Gunther and those two. I want to see. I want to see McIntyre versus Gunther one on one. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I want to see. I want to see that because Gunther is going to be a big star. Very talented. He's going to be a big star. So we'll pay attention to that. I called it out the shoot theory versus Cena. You're getting it. This is going to be fantastic. Austin Theory is going to get the push of a lifetime with John Cena pushing him as far as he can take him. I think Theory has superstar potential written all over him, and working with John Cena is going to help him get there. And then you have Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch versus uh, the, the, the damage control with Bayley and Dakota Kai. And I want the WWE to get rid of this. No disrespect to Trish and Lita. Brandy. They're legends, man. No disrespect. To, but this is what we're doing with Becky? This bathroom break. This is what we're doing with Becky? <laughs> yeah, this is definitely bathroom. I'm talking about serious bathroom break. Them nachos hit me wrong bathroom break. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said it like that. I shouldn't have said it like that. But get, let's get this out of here. I believe this is what Becky probably wanted to do, though. She wanted to break with... Lita and Trish Stratus on something. I so guess, I believe bro. it's probably that's I guess, man. But for the eye, man, this is sore eyes. The women's division is really struggling, bro. Yeah. I think they need to go ahead and start looking at some of that up and coming talent from NXT and 
Yeah, let's shake it off. Yeah, shake, shake some stuff up. We, they, you need more talent and what they doing with Ronda. What's Ronda? What yeah, like, what's Ronda at? Because I would have loved to see Ronda versus Becky. That that probably that yeah, because they never decent. got they one on one. Yeah, like they they could be doing a lot of stuff with this division, but it's 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 really not good right now. Yeah, just a tough match. So a tough lineup so far, but you do have some really interesting matchups. And we'll be watching, man, and see how things play out uh, with WrestleMania on the horizon. I believe WrestleMania is April 7th and April 8th in Los Angeles, California. Um, Excuse me, April 1st and April 2nd. So we're about three weeks away from the event. Hollywood, this is going to be super, super interesting. And looking forward to see how things shape out. All right. All right, man. So we are going to come out of the ice. That's probably the longest icebreakers <laughs> we, we ever had. But we're going to go ahead and kick it over to the National Basketball Association, man, and give all takes on uh, some of the hot topics that are out here in the NBA, uh, especially this past week. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the National Basketball Basketball Association. A very, very active week. A lot of injuries in the NBA. Um, let's go ahead and head out to uh, Phoenix, man. Kevin Durant, freak accident, rolling his ankle in pregame. Um, Posby debuting the first time in front of the Suns home crowd, and he rolls his ankle on the wet spot on the floor. I told Black uh, when me and him was talking about it, the entire uh, <laughs> Tower Boy staff should be fired. <laughs> they should be fired. Fire all of them. If you were responsible for keeping the floor dry while the literal piece that could help you win a championship this year slips on the floor, fire them all. Black Durant was presumed to be out the next three to four weeks. But news came down from Woj yesterday, I believe, that now it's looking like one to two more weeks with Durant. The swelling has gone down in the ankle. The MRI and all the scans came back clean. They're just working on getting the swelling down. Black, I feel bad for Durant, man. Like, good God. He's dealing with a lot on the injury side. He's dealing with a lot, man. Coming out of that whole Brooklyn fiasco, now he's in Phoenix. And you can tell it looks right when he's on the floor with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. It looks right. Black, what does this do? What do what do you think this does to Phoenix chances of winning the championship if Durant can't get back and, and get in the rhythm? They literally have 14 games left to get somewhere going on before the playoffs start. What do you think, man? Well, if it, if the, if if that news what you said broke like that, I don't I don't think it's going to be too much. They've been winning without them too, so yeah. um, I think they just finally lost to Sacramento the other night. They ended they winning streaks, so. But Sacramento's a really good young team. Yeah, man. And um, if it's two weeks, D, that means he can get back before the regular season ends. Right. So, and then they'll have some games to get up under his belt before they get into the playoffs. Look, man, if he, as long as they got Kevin Durant, they're going to be a problem to deal with. You just going to have to deny them. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to be that team to deny them doing whatever they're going to do. I expect them to, to be there in the mix of uh, who's going to get to the Western Conference Finals. Um, 
shoot, Devin Booker, you you just we was texting the other last week. Man, how he just been playing out his mind. How you 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 even said that the boy look like Kobe out there. Yeah, man, certain moves, like, man. And and, and they they've been riding book these past couple games. He been man. getting off. He been he been doing his thing. So I think they're gonna be fine, Dave. They get them back in 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 one or two weeks. I think they'll be just fine. Uh, they got the Warriors tonight. That should be a very entertaining and interesting <sighs> yeah. one tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna sit up and watch that one myself. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm not concerned about uh Phoenix and Durant not being there right now. If he, once he's get back, then they'll get back. They, like you say, it looks good on the court. When they playing together, so you you just got to think that will continue once he gets back. Freak incident, freak accident, freak injury. I'm not overly too concerned. Now, does Durant need to get back? Yes, he needs to get back. Just like LeBron needs to get back for the Lakers. Just like Luka and Kyrie need to get back for the Mavs. Yes, he needs to get back. But this is the one team, even over the Lakers, that I'm not really concerned if he has to be plugged in right away and now the playoffs are starting. He literally walking out on the floor and gonna get you 27. He's an unselfish black basketball player, and a lot of times we criticize him for that, for not being selfish, because he just, he said all the time, he said, man, I just want to hoop, bro. I just want to come out here and hoop, and it looks like he fits perfectly with D-Book and Chris Paul, and it like he just couldn't go right in, but I want to see him healthy. The NBA playoffs, man, these guys need to be healthy, man. Yeah. Kyrie, Luka, Braun, KD. Um, um, who else is hurt? You want Zion back for the play? These guys need to be Kyrie, out here, he out man. Tonight too, so yeah, Luca out too. Dude. Like we uh. need these. These guys need to be out here. These playoffs are going, but as far as Kevin Durant and the Suns going, I'm not overly concerned right now. They're sitting in the fourth spot. They probably be. They 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 have a <laughs> chance now. I don't think they will, but they. They are literally, Golden State is really two games back of the fourth seed. And then you start looking at Minnesota, Dallas, and the Lakers. They're literally only four games back. You got 14 games to go. So anything can happen. Phoenix needs to do what it needs to do to kind of stay where they are. Yeah, but them I'm, dropping against Sacramento the other night, that was a big one. That's so a big one. And then they got, they got Golden State tonight, man. Yeah. So if they lose tonight, now you're sitting at 37 and 31. And now you take a drop. Below the Clippers, now the Clippers rise up to the fourth seed. So and that boy Steph looking like he, 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 he yeah, he like he got it on his mind. <laughs> he like he got it on his mind. We about to talk about them to say yeah. like he got it on his mind. But I'm not overly too concerned about that. All right, Black. Let's talk about. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go ahead and talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, our Lakers, man. They. They were on a roll for a good bit, man. But then last night ended up falling to the New York Knicks. Man, I really wanted that game, man. No Jalen yeah. Brunson. <sighs> Out the shoot. We see the core. I mean, we see the new additions really playing, man. We see them fitting in. Troy Brown had a travesty of a night last night going yeah. 0 for 8 from 3. That probably was the difference besides Anthony Davis only giving us, what, 16 uh, points last night. He had about 15 to 16 boards the game before that versus Toronto. He had 8 points. How do you feel about the Lakers? What is your thought process currently? When we woke up this morning, the Lakers were back in the 10th yeah. spot. All right, right on the edge of the play-in. What are your thoughts? How do you feel? What do you feel good about? And what is still a concern to you with the Lakers? Well, they got some work to do. I think that was a very important game last night. But I know like you, like we've been talking about, D, uh, you can't win them all. You can't, you can't win them all. And you've seen from jump uh, – Julius Randle had it on his mind. He did. And, and uh, Barrett. And, 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 and Tibbs is a great coach. These yeah. guys just lost three straight. 
And New York has shown us all season they they a legit team. Yeah, These guys yeah, won nine straight and team. dropped three. Yeah, so you had to team. think, and they just played on this court the other night against the Clippers and dropped that one. So you you had to think they was gonna come in here and play hard. Yeah. And that's what they did. We didn't bring that. We didn't bring the energy like we were supposed to do the other night. And I think the thing for me, when I was just giving Darvin Ham credit about this, was what he was doing with the lineups. You have to have a lineup with D'Lo or AD on the court every at, with, at, all, time. at all times. You can't let them rest together. It was a set up D when we had Struder. Um, I, what's it, the guy who take, take AD name? I can't think of his name, but that took his name. I mean, that takes his spot when he comes out. The other, the backup forward, sitting the guy. Machimura? Not Macha, not Machimura. God, what's his name? I can't mm. think his name. But number thirty-five, whoever he is, I can't think his oh, name. Darsky and Cubs. Darsky yeah. and Cubs come in. <laughs> Achimura come yeah. in. No disrespect, because Achimura with that, he, he when he comes in, he makes timely baskets. Right. And um, I can't remember who else it was. It was two more, but I just can't remember. I think it was Troy Brown and then maybe maybe Beasley. Yeah. And nobody's making shots. Yeah. Then they, they can't get nothing going. Beasley, I mean, boy, he just stuck in the mud, man. It ain't, ain't nothing really falling. He was, what, two for nine mm-hmm. last night? Troy Brown, 0 for, 0 for 9. 8. 0 for 8. 0 for yeah. 8. Like, it just wasn't falling last night. Um, D-Lo had it going. I mean, D-Lo look amazing, man. man. He look, I could, man, I told you, I, I, man. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just curious to see how this thing going to look. If LeBron get back, man, who knows? Look like he looked like he gonna be he working his way back. No boot on his foot Out no the more. Boot. So we gonna see then. Then AD AD said he didn't show up. I didn't feel like AD had a really bad game. D'Lo was doing a lot of the scoring. He had I think AD 33. had. Well, uh, D-Lo 16, had 33. 16 and 14 or yeah. something like that AD had. Mm-hmm. So I think he was productive. You know, he was defensively, he was productive as well. So I just think D they just need to move forward. Tuesday night is a very critical game in New Orleans against the Pelicans. Yeah, and man. that boy Troy Morphe hit, hit nine threes the other Had night for them. Mind. So you got to think they're going to be with the pressure man, uh, on Tuesday mind. night. So I just feel like they need to move forward. D, they got to get some shots to fall. They got to get some yeah. shots to fall. I'm pretty sure AD going to assert himself in this game against against them on uh, Tuesday, against New Orleans on Tuesday night. Not too concerned. They just need to move forward and get back to winning some games. It's teams in front of them that's, I, like I said on the last episode, that I believe who's going to be losing games. Like this game, if Memphis can pull this out, this would drop Dallas down to, what, the same record as uh, the Lakers, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's going to be very important these next couple of weeks. They just need to get back on, in, their, in their winning ways and continue to play good basketball like they was before, this, before the loss last night. Yeah, one one oh eight, one twelve loss. Anthony Davis with um seventeen points. If Anthony Davis gets his twenty five, the Lakers win. The Lakers win. I'm not finna put this on A D yeah, because yeah. he was all over the place he last was. night. Uh he had uh two blocks, uh two steals. Uh, five assists, sixteen rebounds, and then he had his seventeen points. He got a double double. Uh, Julie, uh, D'Angelo Russell was out here doing his thing for sure. But here's the difference: you, you got R.J. Barrett giving them thirty points. You got Julius Randle giving another thirty three quickly with another fifteen. This is not what we what we need. Now look at what we got coming off the bench. Anchamar had twelve. Shooter had fourteen. Austin Reeves had thirteen. Mike Beasley had ten. Like the, the supporting cast was available. The only thing that was missing from this was a running mate for D'Angelo Russell. That was Anthony Davis. I'm not putting a loss on Anthony Davis, but there was no Brunson. I feel like the Lakers, I said to myself, the Lakers got to get this win. Brunson not out there. 
He's not out there. I think this team was more than capable of getting the job done. Julius Randle only had eight rebounds. Well, like he was controlling the boards. Anthony mm-hmm. Davis was. So the coaching with some of the lineups, I kind of feel like played a part. How much, how many times y'all gonna let Troy Brown keep shooting the basketball? Or Mike Beasley. How y'all gonna I'm let him keep shooting? Well, Mike Beasley at least gave you 10. Troy Brown gave you three stinking but his points. Team was two for nine. Three stinking points. So I don't like the loss, but you can't win them all. Now you got to regroup. You get on the plane. You fly to New Orleans. Big game Tuesday night against the Pelicans, man. This is for positioning uh, in the play-in right now, bro. And 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 look, the Pelicans are sitting right outside of the Lakers. Mm-hmm. The Pelicans win this game and the Lakers lose. Now the Lakers are out of the play-in. This is what you're dealing with. Now in the play-in, you got four teams sitting at 34 wins and 33 wins. You got the, 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 the Timberwolves. The Mavs, the Jazz, and the Lakers all sitting there, man. You can't afford a loss. Mm-hmm. Friday when we woke up, we was eighth seed. And if we would have won last night, we would have moved. We would have moved up to, to the seventh seed. seed. Yeah. So a lot more work to do, but I still believe in this team. I still believe in what's going on. We just got to stay healthy. I want to see what they are made of. This is the game that I want to see. No LeBron, Anthony Davis. Are you gonna answer the bill? Are you going to go back to your own stomping grounds and tell them, no, you're not getting it tonight. I'm going to dominate with 30 and 20, and then I'm going to be assertive defensively. This is an Anthony Davis game. This is. The supporting cast, I believe they're going to show up. I think they are. D'Angelo Russell, I think they all they all going to show up. Anthony Davis has to assert himself early. The Pelicans need to feel him. And we need to really get this win so we can keep going about our business because the Lakers schedule picks up after this Pelican game. We got the Phoenix twice. We got the Warriors again. We got the Clippers again. We got some Dallas again yeah, on with, Friday. Yeah, well, these next five, you got you got Tuesday, you got New Orleans, then you got you, you got Dallas. On Friday. And then you got Houston, and then you got the Magic. Those are all winnable games for them. You got to win. You got to win those games. You got to win them. In this little stretch, Dallas is what probably one of the – one of the better teams in this five-game stretch here. That yeah. the games I just called out. And you know Kyrie you and Luke will probably be back. You, you, you got to beat Orlando. You got to beat Houston. And you got to beat New Orleans. You got you Dallas. That's going to be a bike of four. We don't know if they're going to have Luka or Kyrie. Right. But you got to win that too. You got to that's, win. That's, that's four straight right there, D. They can rail off real quick. I'm with you. I'm with so you. they got to get these games. But it starts in New Orleans because New Orleans looked good the other night. Yeah. They got hot and they shooting the ball very well. But like you say, AD got to go in there and assert himself and let them know they ain't finna get this win tonight. Yeah, he do. So we're going to be paying attention, man. The play-in is really starting to shape up, man, uh, for sure. All right, Black, let's go to Saturday night, man. What a game we was treated to, man. The Milwaukee Bucks and the Golden State Warriors out there in uh, Golden State. No Giannis. Giannis wasn't available, but Brooke Lopez and Drew Holiday and Bobby Portis, like, them boys was about that action out there <laughs> against the Golden State Warriors. Game with the overtime and Steph Curry, just Steph Curry. Got to the fourth quarter, and Steph Curry said, all right, bro. All right. Let's go ahead and get this Chef Curry in motion. And he scored 22 points with the fourth quarter in overtime. The Warriors promptly sitting right now. I believe they are in the – they're right at the sixth seed at 35-33. and 33. Big game against Phoenix on Monday night. Tonight. Tonight. Right, right. I'm yeah, just saying oh, okay, Monday yeah. night. So, Black, the Warriors – I hear a lot of conversations. A lot of guys are bailing on the Warriors. The Warriors ain't going to make it back to the finals. They ain't going to make it to the conference finals. What's your gut tell you when you got the defending champions out here looking like they're getting healthy? 
looking like they're starting to kind of form back into shape. What kind of feeling do you get about the Warriors right now? Uh, bruh. They gonna be part of it. Yes, they, they are. Be, uh, them them red assassins over there gonna be <laughs> hell for anybody. Brothers, yeah. They I gonna agree. be hell for anybody. Dude. I agree. Look, man, they the defending champs. Yeah. Playoff basketball is different. Yeah. People, I think people read into this regular season too much and reg- and people being hurt and this and that. D, but we seen. The switch. Teams can look so bad, and then when the playoffs start, yeah, man, they start looking really good. Yeah, this is a championship team. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be ready to rock and roll if they set in that. If they set in that six seed or stays there, their place looks like Sacramento mm-hmm. right now. That's that. That'll be a hell of a series, but mm-hmm. I don't see Sacramento beating them. Mm-mm. I don't. I, I just don't see it happening. Not no no disrespect to Sacramento, but they're not finna beat the Warriors in seven games. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be ready to rock and roll. They're gonna be in the mix of this thing too, D. I hope they get up. I hope they can find a way to get up to that five seat so we can get them in the Suns in the first round. Wow. Oh my God. Woo! You talking about box office, boy? Man. Man. That'd be unfair. It, that bruh, if that'd we be could, unfair I was for looking a first at round it, I was like, up. man, if they can get to this five. It could seat. happen. It could happen. It could happen. KD. Oh, against his old team. Oh, for all of it, man. Talking about seven games of that? Bruh. Man. Every night. Theater. Every night. <laughs> Theater, bro. But yeah, man, uh, I'm not sleeping on the Warriors, man. The Warriors going to be in the mix of this thing need to get back to the NBA Finals. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they're forming in the shape right on schedule. 14 games left. Steph is back looking real good. Clay looking good. Um, they still missing Wiggins. I don't know what's going on with Wiggins. They say he out with a personal issue. Has been away from the team for the last 14 days. So yeah, they said they had some death in his family or something. Oh, I see. I didn't know. Yeah, they said that in, the, okay. in one of the games they had on ABC that he okay. was dealing with death in the family. Okay. okay. But I think it was somebody that was really, really close with okay. him. Yeah, okay. So. Okay. Well, I didn't know that part. Yeah. So um, hopefully Wiggins can get back because he was a contributing factor in that championship run. And he got paid in the offseason, too. They gave him another 100 mil to stay there. So, Golden State's going to be a problem. Like you said, playoff basketball, hey, that's a different type of animal. Denver, Memphis, Sacramento, or the Clippers, I think if Golden State matches up with any one of them in the first round, they're not going to lose in the sleep <laughs> at night. I think it's only one team that they probably have to all get together and say, all right, we got to go out here to Phoenix. That boy out there. And he got some running mates who bought that, too. Let's see what's good. I think anybody else, I don't think they're concerned. If you're telling the Golden State Warriors that they're not conference finals or NBA finals, yeah, relax. Relax, bro. So, I think the Warriors are very much in this. And uh, we're going to stay tuned to see uh, how it goes. All right, Black, let's talk some play-in teams before we wrap up the show. Let's go ahead and go to the East, all right? You got the Miami Heat, uh, the Atlanta Hawks, the Toronto uh, Raptors and the Chicago Bulls currently at the play-in spot. The two teams to watch for that are right behind them, really, yeah, two teams, the Washington Wizards at 31-37 and the Indiana Pacers at 31-37. Black, can Washington or Indiana remove one of the last four in right now for the playoffs for the East? Miami, love, Atlanta, Toronto, Chicago. I would love to see Indiana. I like Halliburton. 
Yeah, that's I love my boy that kid. That's, that's, your, my yeah, boy. that's your boy. That's my boy. If it was one team I want to see get in get in that playoff that last spot, you said last spot, right? Yeah. It I, I would love to see Indiana. I, no disrespect to Washington, Bradley Bill, them guys. I don't want to see y'all. Mm. Let me see this up and coming talent in Halliburton. They got a nice little young squad there, they bro. They I mean, that boy looked at uh Pat Bell the other night and said, Boy, what's good? 40 piece right on yeah. your top noggin. And hit the game winner. On your head top. You know, I I think they could make a little noise. Is D mm-hmm. if they was to get have a chance to get in the playoffs and facing the team, I know they're gonna probably be up against it facing the team like Atlanta or, or the, heat. Uh, the, heat. the Heat. They'll be up against it, but if they got a chance to get in, I think they can make a little noise. I like Indiana; they can get into that last spot. Yeah, so I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think uh, the Indiana Pacers are the team to look for. Washington could sneak in if you look at their lineup on paper: Kuzma, Chris Stapps, Bradley Beal. Those three players there, they should be in the playoff hunt. Mm-hmm. Let's just call it what it is. But they're not. They're hanging right outside. I think watching is more favorable to get in. They're on a three-game losing streak while Indiana's on a two-game winning streak. But both of those teams are one game out of this thing. Chicago's barely hanging on at 31-36. and 36, And then their uh, uh, Toronto is at 32-36. and 36, So a lot of movement can happen with those last two playing spots. But I'm with you. We'd love to see Halliburton, Big Turner, and that young uh, Indiana team get a crack to get in the play in. Wouldn't it be a fun matchup to see Atlanta versus Indiana for a spot for to get in for that last spot of the playoffs? Halliburton versus Trey Young. Mm. I would really like to but see that, man. They got Buddy Hill, too, right? Yeah, Buddy oh, Hill yeah, out there, too. So yeah, I, I, I would yeah. like to see that, man. All right, let's go to the West. All right, the last four teams in. We've talked about it already. We know the Lakers are sitting down at the bottom at the 10th spot in front of them Utah, Dallas, and Minnesota. <laughs> Three teams are knocking at the door to replace the Lakers at that 10th spot. The New Orleans Pelicans, big game Tuesday night at 33-35. and 35. Same record as the Lakers. Same record as the Utah Jazz. One game back of the Mavericks and the Temple Wolves, man. Right behind them, the OKC Thunder, man, at 33-35. and 35. And sitting right behind them, I don't think they're going to make it because Dame is probably done with this calf for the rest of the year. At 31-37, you have the Portland Trailblazers. Black, who do you think could edge out possibly the Lakers or Utah or Dallas and say, hey, you're not going to the playoffs. We are. The New Orleans Pelicans or the OKC Thunder? Um, I like New Orleans. I like uh, Ingram. I like uh, what's, what's my guy? I like McCullum. Detroit, McCullum, Detroit, Detroit Murphy kid, man. He can shoot, shoot it. it. I didn't know he could shoot it like that, D. Yeah, yeah. He, he can stroke it, and then they got energy defensively. They a you know, young team. If Zion was in this thing, man. I would say book. You know, they probably wouldn't even be in a play-in. Man, they were probably doing, top of the West. Yeah, they was doing well yeah. before he got hurt and yeah. went down. Yeah. So, uh, I, I like New Orleans, but hopefully, you know, we do what we got to do Tuesday night, so we ain't got to be worried about New Orleans. Yeah. But if there's one team that got to sneak in, I'm going to go with New Orleans over OKC. But OKC got a whole lot of young talent as young well, talent, D. Yeah. Like on LeBron, when he broke the record night, them boys were stroking. And they beat they the Lakers. They beat the Lakers, you know, so... Uh, they are, they're a good team too But if I had to pick one I want to pick New Orleans Because I want to like to see Brandon Ingram and McCullough And them kids See, see what they could do Yeah OKC going to be scrappy yeah. If you got to play them They going to put it on you bro They going to make it very very hard for you But I think the answer is the Pelicans Rumor is If, if the Pelicans can get into the play in Then Zion could be available for those games So they say he's more close Than he is away from returning So we'll have to see Look I think the one team that could be Exited out of the play in Is the Utah Jazz um, I don't know if they're going to be able to sustain over the next 14 games. They're a good scrappy group, too, and they're well coached. But I think if a team's going to miss out, 
I think it's either going to be Utah or I think it's going to be Minnesota. Will Minnesota stay afloat? Edwards is playing really well. Uh, Rudy Gobert has came back off of injury playing really well, but still no call Anthony Towns. Yeah. Like, where is where we, he went down with that calf like the second month of the season. And he ain't been back since. Ain't been back. Now, he just started showing back up on the sideline. So, what's up with that? But I think New Orleans, can, I would like to see New Orleans squeak in along with the LA, with the Lakers staying in, along with uh, Dallas and Minnesota. I'm going to say Utah is the odd man out. I'm going to say they're the all man out. I think New Orleans gets in, and OKC is going to make it very, very, very interesting. It's going to be a close, close call with them for making the play-in, but those are just my thoughts. I think the Lakers hold on. And honestly, when you're looking at the seedings, the Lakers, the Utah Jazz, the Pelicans, and the OKC Thunder are only three games back of the fifth-seeded LA Clippers. That's, that's, that's 14 games to go, bro. Yeah. So you just don't know what this thing going to look like, man. So. That's how we're looking with the NBA, all right? All right, man, so that's going to wrap up uh, today's show. We had a lot to talk about, man. NFL is really cranking up with free agency. Um, we're going to be watching what's going on with Lamar Jackson, see if any, we get any more trades or anything of significant goes on with the NFL. Of course, we're in the dog days of the NBA, getting ready for the playoff run. Um, NFL draft is coming up. Just a lot of things coming up, and the sports desk will be here uh, covering, okay? So, Black, any final things before we get up out of here, man? No, oh, man, nothing for me. I just appreciate all the love and support we get, man. Y'all keep rocking with us, man. Y'all can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at BlackNL3, man. Y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it. Absolutely, man. Dedrick Hicks Jr. on Twitter, on Instagram, on the YouTube. You can catch me in all of those areas and we can talk about what you want to talk about, man. Holla at your boy. Like Black said, thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the love. Tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend. That's another sports show I hear that y'all should be paying attention to. Too okay, check us out weekly, man. We dropping the content, man, and um, you know we love what we do. We love coming in here week after week, just spitting it raw, having that homeboy, that barbershop, that barbecue in the backyard type feel, talking sports, man. So y'all check us out, check us out, and spread the word. Shout out to Reduce Lunch and NPN for helping power this podcast week after week. Appreciate the love there, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much all we got. So any breaking news, we'll be back. If not, we'll talk to y'all next week, man, and we will go from there. So y'all be cool, be safe, take care of yourselves, and uh, love your family, love your love, love your family. Love your friends, your loved ones, people who you have love for. And, um, you know, take this thing called life one day at a time because you just never know. You just never know, man. So love your family, love your friends, enjoy your life, man. And be happy, be peaceful, be prosperous. And uh, just want to speak some life out there to people who are out there listening, man. Because this thing called life, man, we're here for a short time. So we might as well make the best of it while we're here. All right, y'all be cool. Sports Desk.